You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 92, Finding Your Purpose. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. A bunch of you at the last practical feng shui so it was really a great yeah. class and um, we had a really cool topic it was finding your purpose and i don't know about you what do you uh laura what do you think but i thought that people were really resonating with it i think so because i think it it means something different to everyone when you say finding your purpose mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be a job but often it is connected to career and i think a lot of people are feeling a sense well, all of us feel a sense at some point in our life, is this really what I want to be doing? Or am I on the right path? Is there something else I could be seeking? How do I want to spend my time? What do I want to be doing? Do I want to make a difference? That kind of stuff. And so I think it really, yeah, it really resonated with people. And it was cool to see, uh, have people then they post in the, because we start with a little chat at the beginning, just everyone just sort of tests out the chat button. And it's like, you know, we get people saying, oh, you're on your podcast or I know you guys. So that's really nice. So yes, a practical feng shui. And we're pretty much doing them every month now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have another one in, we have our August one up and September, September session up too. So it's both up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to see the listeners there. And so Laura and I, when we set up our podcast, we actually give ourselves a little guideline, but I'm going to pop something on you that I just thought of. What if we talk a little bit really quickly about what we think is our purpose individually, Mm. what that means to you finding your purpose, like what, because you were saying that it's different for different people. So what does Mm -hmm. finding your purpose mean to you? And you tell us how, how you found your purpose Mm. or if you found it. Yeah. It sounds pretty important, right? It sounds like a pretty big deal. It's like, oh, finding my purpose and like, why do I exist on this planet? So it's not quite that heavy when I think about it. And I think the nice thing about framing something like finding your purpose, finding things that really makes your heart sing. So it doesn't have to be a big fancy career. It could be something simply taking joy in helping others do something I don't know, in your everyday life, in your everyday job. I mean, just that, that you feel like you're really connected with that. And sometimes not all of us are lucky to have jobs that are, oh, you know, I, I, I have a passion for, I don't know, something, making something fancy and I can now make a whole job out of it. And not all of us have that luxury. So it's nice to be able to, let's say you have an everyday job, you still can go out and find something you're passionate about and find purpose behind it. So it could be helping in the community, it could be volunteering. So it's, it's a really broad way to look at a particular area and a particular part of feng shui because you can find something that makes your heart sing and it doesn't necessarily need to be your full-time job. But I mean, obviously that's a bonus. That's how I think of it. What about you? I just searched for the word purpose. So I like to kind of look upwards 
to see where they come from. But I think this one's pretty obvious purpose. When you look it up on the internet, it's the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So it's also your sense of resolve or determination and it's your intention or objective. So that's your purpose. I think it is, I agree, it is like a loaded thing and there's a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. I believe, for people want to know that they matter and they want to know that, they, that they're heard and listened to and seen. So, so it is connected to purpose a little bit. And like in feng shui terms, we're talking about the con area, which is the career area, your path and life area. But we're also talking about the Lee area, which is fame and recognition and passion. Because you even said when you were talking, like, what's your inspiration? What's your passion? So on the feng shui map, those two areas are directly across from each other and they're intimately related. And we'll talk to you a little bit further on in this episode about how you can work with those two areas. And also part of the reason why we wanted to talk about finding your purpose, because it is related to the season that we're in now of summer summer's fire energy. So, you know, I was uh, talking on my Instagram live today about this as well. I remember when I was young that I really thought about when, when I thought about what I wanted to be when I grew up, I wanted to be an artist and I also wanted to make a difference. And I saw that theme coming up with a lot of the participants of practical feng shui. And I think that that's something that we all yearn for to have some kind of lasting effect on other people and to make a change because we have such short temporary lives and everything is impermanent. So we tend to want to have some kind of reference point and have something that we can hold on to. And I think for the most part, we want to leave things, well, there's a Zen saying that says, leave things as if you were never there in the first place. But I think that we often feel or we're conditioned to think more like you leave things better than you did before. So those are two different ways of of thinking about our existence here. So I think it's a loaded question, finding your purpose. Yeah. It sounds like it's a big deal, you know, oh, if I don't find my purpose. And I think, you know, everyone wants to feel that they're spectacular and that they're exceptional. And sometimes, you know, you can be in small ways, like not all of us are going to be, you know, fabulous people that are saving lives and getting, you know, all this accolades for it. And because that's not really what it's about. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, finding your purpose in the way that what's meaningful to you. And it can be in really simple ways that you can, at the end of, basically at the end of it, you can look back and say, you know what? I lived a really good life. I was good to people. And you know what? That could be as simple as, you know, what was your purpose? My purpose was to be kind to people and to, as you said, like to leave it better than, than, than it before, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that said, we wanted to let you know, like finding your purpose doesn't mean that you have to have like the super career that's aligned with everything that you love because that comes with its own other issues, right? As Laura and I know, but it is wonderful when those things can connect, but they don't have to. Being a mother is a wonderful way to have your purpose in life or being a daughter or being a son or being a friend. Those are all wonderful things. So, and I think also something you consider is that purpose will be different for each person and also different depending on what stage you are in your life. And it can change moment to moment and to be flexible with that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with that said, 
we wanted to give some more practical feng shui <laughs> advice on how you can shift the energy up in your home to find more purpose. Because you might be seeking it. So maybe to gain clarity around it. So, you know, having said all those things, you being a good person, everything, at the end of the day, maybe there is something that you really have your heart set on that you really want to be doing for your job or as a side gig or whatever. So there are ways in the home that we can activate, we can shift, we can move things around to both A, do something that's really specific. You know, you might have something really clear in your mind that you want to do and, you know, you can do that with the, that intention. Or it could be something more broader, like you just, you really don't know what you want to be doing and maybe you do need to have more clarity around that and you want to gain that wisdom because wisdom is attached to one of the two areas that we're going to talk about because we're going to talk about two different areas, right? So we're going to talk about both con. Yeah. So wisdom is the Khan area, the Feng Shui Bagua map, and that's spelled K-A-N. That's the Chinese name. And Khan is also known as the career area. And this is why we like, Laura and I love to use, or we we encourage and insist that our students use the Chinese names. And this is what our teachers insisted of us as well, because Khan is not just your career, and that's really pigeonholing what Khan is. So Khan is career, but it's also related to your path in life, and it's related to wisdom, like Laura was talking about, and it relates to so many other things, the color black, the number one, water element, the middle sun, the ear, the kidneys, rat, so many, so many different layers. So Winter. So we're really talking about con. And mm-hmm. you may think that if you listen to our last episode where we where our graduate Stacy Scott was talking about Lee energy, fire energy, it's not actually as straightforward as, oh well, it's summer and it's fire energy. Won't water put out my fire? It's not like a formula so much like that. Like I mean it can be, but it doesn't have to be because those dualities can exist. You can have water and fire and they're directly related to each other. They're kind of, they're, they're, they may be opposites that, that represent yin and yang, but they work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of, when you start to practice feng shui at the beginning and you're learning about the five elements, there's a real desire to put things in boxes and to be really strict about it. Because when you're first learning a really big practice, it's a lot to learn and it's much easier if there were mm-hmm. hard and fast rules, obviously. And and it's good to sort of obviously learn those basics. So know that, oh, by the way, water and fire, they clash. So everyone's like, oh my gosh, you can't put water and fire. To, you know, that's a clash. That's an elemental clash. But actually, if you go and read the I Ching and read these, when you have those, those two tri- trigrams together to make a hexagram, you should read it and see, because it's actually not always a bad thing. And we're going to talk a bit about that today, about how when those two opposing forces work together, you actually can create some pretty powerful changes and impacts. For instance, you can create steam, which you can create heat Power. and steam. Power. Yeah, it's literally, yeah, exactly. It's power. So yeah, so we're going to talk a bit about that. So I think it's important to just, like Angie was saying, yes, it's summertime. Sometimes the summer is so hot, maybe you do need a little bit more water and vice versa when you're in the winter. And I mean, that's pretty basic, you know, 
working with the seasons and what you need in many different dualities, that's what you do. You know, if it's too cold, you have to drink something warm. If it's too hot, you do something cold. So we got to keep that sort of stuff in mind. Yeah. Like even, so I think some of you know, I practice Ikebana and in Ikebana, you actually have the water levels in your flower arrangement in relationship. It's defined, it's often defined and dictated by the seasons and also of course environment it's in. So there's always that it depends, but for instance, in the summer, you have wider bowls that are more open because summer is all about open. You look outside and all the plants are open and there's weeds growing everywhere and all the flowers are like as open as can be. And like the, you just have to look outside and see how nature is manifesting. So similarly, in a Ikebana arrangement, you have a wider bowl and then you fill up the water to the top. You offer the most water. And then also you tend to push back, the, arrange the flowers are towards the back. So the guest or the viewer can see the water and feel more refreshed. As opposed to winter arrangements are very narrow and very tight. Like a plum blossom is one of the first flowers that blooms in the winter in Asia. So they're smaller and tighter. And as you know, when you look out in the winter, things are more restrictive and contracted. And then a flower arrangement, you would not want to show water. You would not want to show a lot of water because that would be very cold and it wouldn't be beneficial to your viewer or your guests. So in many different modalities, we look at the seasons for guidance and wisdom and feng shui is the same. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. I did not know that about Ikebana. That's very cool. Yeah. So Let's go over some of the ways that you can apply this into your home using the function. Yep. Yep. So I, some of you might be listeners that have gone through a few of the Bagua podcast episodes that we've done uh, for those that haven't, or if you need a refresher, if you go to mindful design blog on there, we have a downloadable kit that can walk you through it. It'll be in the show notes as well. So you can find that if you need a link and it's free just so you can help figure out where everything is. So we're going to talk about two different areas. The first will be the career area and that's dead center bottom, as we call it in, uh, in, in ETB. So it'll be the bottom of the Bagua, the center bottom. And then if so, if we were dealing with a square house, let's just say, or a square room, so go along the bottom and find that center. And then Lee, which is fire, will be the top edge of the Bagua because you know you have nine sections. And so those top three, dead center, the middle one, is Lee. So they're opposite each other with the center, the Tai Chi, in the middle between them, separating them as a boundary as earth does, earth is a boundary, and the two of them are in opposition. And so what we're going to give you is a couple of, we're going to be pretty specific about it, right? I think about what to do in each of those areas. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for con, like Angie was mentioning, it is water, black, and there are materials, you know, you can use the material, you can add water, you can add the color black, you know, you can add undulating shapes because it's kind of formless because water just kind of trickles and goes wherever. And then for fire, for Lee, for that area of fame, reputation, that is triangles, red, obviously fire, like candles, but also you can be a bit creative there and you can pick the things that'll actually feed those too. So we're going to talk a bit about it. Do you want to talk about what we're recommending you put in Lee and fire? Sure. Yeah. So 
Lee. In fact, I'm looking right now at my Lee area, and I actually noticed a couple of our students also did this. I have nine living green plants in my Lee area, and you, you don't need nine, but just for, for our suggestion, at least one new green plant, living green plant. And I would say the bigger, the better, if you're just going to do one. The one yeah. that it, it needs to be in proportion to your space. If you're, if you're very cautious and afraid to put a plant there and it, you end up putting a little tiny plant, not only do the tiny plants require much more care, but uh, um, that's going to be, it's going to correlate to the amount of inspiration you receive. Yeah. And the reason you would put a plant in the fire area is because in the cycles of the five elements, wood feeds fire. So it's a Mm -hmm. good way. So yeah, you could add red and all those other things, but we're telling you today. So we're encouraging you to just do two simple things. Well, three simple things, but the third is not, not with Con and Lee. Okay. Right. So, and so we're going to say plant in Lee and then the opposite in Con in a water area career. What are we going to put there? We're going to put a mirror. So you want to get a new mirror. For both of these, we recommend you get a new mirror. And the general rule of thumb for mirrors, okay, same with, sorry, with the plant, general rule of thumb is get something with soft leaves, nothing too prickly, especially if you're looking for your That's purpose. general. The general That's rule. a general. Just to, just to keep everything simple, yeah. Yes. And then in in con, the career area, you can put a mirror. So with a mirror... It can be square, it could be rectangular, it could be round, but you want to make sure it's a good quality mirror that's not warped, it's not a mosaic, it's not damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's clear, um, like none of the none of the antiquing patina ones either. Yeah. And again, the larger you get, the more effective it is. So I have a lot of people who say, Oh, can I just put this like tiny thing? Yeah, you can, but if you're only going to put a tiny thing, you you might only get a tiny result. But you do what yeah. you can with the space. It should do what be a portion. And, and get creative. You know, try, look at your space. It can be a pretty big area that you get to work with. Not big, depending on where you live. You you know, it's obviously, you don't have to go right along the wall. You got some options. And get creative about how you add that mirror and what that mirror looks like and what's around it, et cetera. So, and make it work with your space. But yeah, if it's proportionate, but the bigger, the better, new, yeah. Perfect. So you're going to put those two in, you're going to put those two items in, one in Lee slash fame reputation fire. And then the other, the um, in uh, con slash career water. And you're going to set an intention, whatever is going to resonate with you. Really focusing again, because the focus on this is to find your purpose. Also, if you really want to, you know, kind of get more specific on it, it could be really around a particular job placement or promotion maybe or um, accolade you want or opportunity because when you think about how you can kind of think about this too is that water is stuff flowing towards you, right? Opportunities. And that other area, Lee, is fire, is it lighting it. It's shining. It's casting a light on it. It's, it's brightening and it's bringing it into visibility. So people are seeing all the great things that you're doing. And speaking of seeing, our third tip is to clean your windows. So Laura talked a lot about in the beginning about how usually what we find is the main obstacle to finding your purpose is not having clarity, being confused, 
either you confused about having too many options, confused about doing everything, confused about not doing, not doing anything, like it runs the whole gamut. But it's, what it, what it like uh, sums up to is you are confused and you need clarity. So cleaning your windows actually can begin to clarify your vision because your windows represent your eyes. Yeah. So you can see more clearly. So think about from a feng shui perspective slash symbolism. If you are very intentionally and mindfully cleaning your windows with a non-toxic cleaner and you're going around as you do it, really visualizing that you are able now to see more clearly your path and where you want to go to open your eyes, your, your feng shui eyes, right? So you're, you're playing with um, a feature of your home, a design feature of your home that happens to be connected with a certain thing that resonates with you. So, you know, your eyes. So really, you know, do it with purpose, okay? We're finding our purpose. Do that with purpose. Be really intentional about it. So those are our three tips. Uh, mirror and con, which is your career area, the water, gua, a plant in Lee, which is your fame and recognition and fire area, and clean your windows so you have more clarity. You might want to even do, well, it'd be good if you did all three of them at the same time, but probably the mo most important for most people, I think, would be to clean the windows because yeah. the main pattern that I see is people just don't know what to do to find. Well, yeah, that's what the question is. If you want to find your purpose, it usually means you're confused. <laughs> yeah. Because if you, and if you have a really good sense of what you want to do, then do the, do the plan, the mirror thing. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.